Welcome back, Water Trio listeners. I'm here with Cassandra and Kelly, and we're excited to bring you the Astrology of the Week starting January the 27th, 2020. So how are you both? How's, how's things hanging? Well, I know we're pre-recording this, but when we get to the start of this week, I will have just wrapped uh, basically three weeks of teaching and touring. So I'm excited for a couple of days off. Um, which is what I get at the start of this week. And when we get into the astrology, that'll make really good sense. Uh, But how are you both doing? Yeah, well, by the start of this week, I will be shuttling my little ones back into school and daycare. So I will be happy to have a bit of a break as well, a different break. A different kind of break, but break nonetheless. (laughs) It's been lovely being with them and kind of having that, you know, being in that dreamland. Uh, And we'll talk more about that in a minute. But um, yeah, it'd be good to kind of get my teeth back into things and get, get really get revving for 2020. Yeah. What about you, Cass? How are you going? Yeah, well, this week we'll see my little man's first day at big school. So, yeah, mum will be having a few Neptune moments. I don't know whether it'll be tears or wine or both, but we'll see what happens. Mm. (laughs) Yeah, so uh, definitely uh, new beginnings um, for me, yeah. Yeah, totally. Lots of emotion. Uh, Let's not talk about it. Yeah, all different (laughs) times, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it is such a big transition. It, it mm. really is, but it's exciting. He's growing up. Yeah, it's it, um um like a few people have asked me how am I going with it, and um my pride and joy to see him grow and develop and ha- you know make the benchmarks and all the things totally outweighs uh, any of that kind of you know mama bear instinct that kind of wants to cancerian him like I was like go go out into the world I'm a little bit different in that way but yeah it's gonna be uh a little bit emotional of course but it happy tears you know yeah and he's such a bright bubbly curious little boy he'll just take to school like a duck to water I'm sure yeah he's so ready yeah yeah but it's just for me it's like um, yeah, because this is kind of like our little bit of a Neptune episode, I guess. And um, I'm so used to my schedule being a little bit more fluid and uh, flowy, whereas now I sort of have to be just, you know, operate my business a little bit like more with a bit more structure than what I'm used to. I mean, like all things considered, it's not too bad, but a little bit more than what I'm used to. So it's definitely an adjustment. Yeah. 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 So if school, any of the mums out there yeah. have any tips on, on how to bridge the school thing, uh, feel free. <laughs> <laughs> Even I would like them, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, I have to – look, I did a step-parenting thing rather mm. than like a biological parenting thing and so I did the high school years from, yeah. you know, um, we were in Canada. So basically grade seven and eight upwards and – I was not sorry to be done with school lunches and school schedules. Um, There is a real structuring quality to it, like like it or lump it. it, Mm -hmm. The format of the school year does have such a defining influence. And, I mean, my husband works in education, so to an extent we still have that schedule, but uh, we don't have to get three lunches together in the morning, which is (laughs) quite the relief. So, yeah. yeah, I'll I have think, you on speed dial by high school years, Kel, don't worry. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, when you get to the teenage years and you need tips, I can certainly assist uh, yeah. 
on that yeah. front. Because you had yeah. the Scorpio girl to deal with too, didn't you? So yes, yes, I'll I did. Yeah. Calling you on that one. Yes. And yeah. then a beautiful, soulful, but somewhat ungrounded uh, stepson who was this sort of beautiful Pisces Aquarius, very mixed, very creative, but not the most grounded or organized um individual which yeah and I would talk to him directly about that sort of feel bad about saying that but Cass you're at the whole other end of the spectrum like the just starting place yeah well where where he's sort of been for the last few years is daycare and it doesn't matter if we sleep in it doesn't matter if I pick him up at Early. early or you know five minutes before they close the doors kind of thing. I could just be, you know, if he didn't go at all, it'd just be that email. Like he's not coming to, you know, we just call it school. He's not coming to school today. But, yeah, now there's, like, rules and responsibilities and, uh, you know, mama's going to get in trouble if I don't get to get to you to school on time, you know. So, oh. And I think it's going to be an interesting start to the school year with the astrology for the starting the week ahead, it's you know. It's not great for, you no, know, no, this is how restrictions <laughs> and everything. So, you yeah. know, it, it'll be Sunday night in the US, but, you know, Monday morning here in Australia, still a public holiday, but we've got Venus square Mars. So we've, we talked about this in a previous episode, but it's, you know, the Venus in Pisces is cooling down that Mars in Sag and he's warming her up a little bit too. Um, but there is a kind of a tension with this square of, you know, will I be all heart and compassion and empathy or the Mars in Sag? It's like, no, you know, I want to go off. I want to be free. I want to be adventurous and exploring. So it'll be that push pull between the two there. <laughs> almost like be the the clingy mother at the school gate while the kid's like, no, I just want to get in there and be inspired and learn. So, you know, there's that kind of analogy with it. But all of this is wrapped up on the, um, it'll be Monday in the States, but Tuesday here in Australia with Venus conjunct Neptune and Mars square Neptune. So I'm throwing it over to you gals. I think who's going off first? Are you doing Venus, Cass? Yeah, I think I was going to touch on the Venus conjoined Neptune. So that happens mm-hmm. uh, on the 27th in, in Canada, US, and the 28th for us uh, Aussies. So uh, 16 degrees of Pisces. So if you've got any planets or angles around 16 of Pisces or uh, the mutable signs, um, yeah, this is going to be like bring forward your Valentine's Day if that's possible. So definitely a lot more of a romantic aspect um and it can definitely you know venus to neptune is uh i don't know maybe i'll be dropping my son off at school and then hitting the pub i mean drowning my tears <laughs> no i'm only, i'm really only joking i won't I'll probably be hitting the gym but yeah yes. it's definitely like you know it, it's the start of the school year it's a brand new week but it's like I don't really want to be partaking in this. So mm. um, it might be a gentle start to the week, perhaps uh, if you can arrange a sleep in or, um, you know, a catch up with somebody or even an RDO or a day off or something like that, you know, to just kind of ease yourself into the energy. You know, Neptune and Venus together in Pisces, you know, if you can infuse some music into your day or some uh, water, um, whether that's the beach or consciously making more effort to drink some more. Um, 
I was talking to a friend just the other day and he was thinking about putting a water feature in his front yard and he goes, oh, I'll look at that at the end of the month. And I was like, what? How do you know? Kind of thing. So yeah, you know, this is a, a, a day for just kind of going with the flow rather than pushing or grinding or, you know, overscheduling yourself. So if you can just maybe like, um, you know, those pools where they have like a wade in, uh, it, and then it gets deeper and deeper and deeper. So this Today is a little bit of a wade in until we get into to the thick of, uh, you know, uh, I guess in Australia getting back to, you know, the you know we have a quite an extended holiday here um, in January, so getting back into the rhythms of things. So, how about you, girls? What do you think about this one? Um, I'm definitely on you with like the break, the uh, the taking. It's slow. Um, I'm just thinking, oh, I actually have a day off scheduled in <laughs> in Palm Springs slash San Diego with a girlfriend. So that uh, is a Perfect. fortuitous uh, thing. And as I mentioned before, it's the end of a, a month of teaching and touring. So I'm definitely going to feel that Neptune vibe. But yeah, Venus, Neptune, there's a creative component. There's a soulful component. There's it's getting into the feelings, like feeling all of those emotions. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know that, like, I think I would take things that appear and seem perfect with a grain of salt because we're definitely in rose colored glasses territory with Venus on Neptune in Pisces, but going with the flow, taking a slower pace, being more fluid, more flexible, Things won't get done quickly today and in the end that will actually be okay. But if you start this week with that mindset of trying to attack everything, I think you'll sort of quickly come undone or you'll realise that everyone else is in a different place so you might as well slow down to their level if that makes sense. Totally. Yeah. Any thoughts to add, Leish? I, you know, two thoughts for this. Firstly, I am praying that this is the moisture that Australia needs. I am oh, praying yes, and that rain. Yeah, Venus in Pisces conjunct Neptune, it's the rain we need. And it, it is forecast long range for it, but we need a massive deluge here. Hopefully the fires will be out well by then. Um, we are recording this a few weeks early, but yeah, I really am hoping it's that. I also think that, you know what, this is a day for rest. And as a mum, for me, having, you know, depositing my both my children in childcare and, and school this day, I'll be taking a day off for me that doesn't involve anyone else because by often by the end of the school holidays, which is six weeks at this stage. So for those in the US, it's like, you know, that day where you're just ready after six weeks to get them back in. It's a chance to just do something for you. So if it's not raining, I'm planning to have surfboard under the arm and heading down to the beach and just spending a good day in the water. Um, but yeah, all those other watery things that Cass was talking about with the music, I totally agree with there too. But yeah, it's just a day. It was funny. I was listening to something the other day about the importance of rest and not so much sleep, but taking a break from things so that the creativity can flow through. So it's not this totally on running hamster wheel it's like, okay, take some space, meet the new, meet the next bit of the new year with a bit of creativity, with a bit of openness, with a bit of imagination, with a bit of magic. So for me, I always find those times that I do have a chance to go out for a surf or just sit on the beach with a book, 
things just drop in, you know, new ideas come to me. So it is creating that creative space for me. So yeah, I guess that's the invitation for that day too. Um, And Kel, you were going to talk a bit more about the other part of this day in June too. Uh, Yeah, when I was recording this week for my monthly membership, I sort of labeled this period, January 26th, 27th, 28th, as like the Neptune in, you know, the flood or the deluge, because Mm. every day we have something else going on with Neptune. Um, Venus is in Pisces square Mars. That's sort of the start of it. And this so close to Neptune that we just see over the 72 hour period. The other thing that's happening, so it's really all, if you're thinking about week ahead, it's Monday, Tuesday, they're the only astrological aspects happening this week. There is literally no aspects happening after Tuesday or after Wednesday in Australia. Uh, the moon is also in Pisces on Monday, Tuesday, and I think a little bit of Wednesday, just depending on your exact time zone. So in t- if we're talking about a deluge, we're really getting an, mm-hmm. a heightened level of emotional um, energy and water activation The Mars square Neptune component, that's 16 Sag to 16 Pisces, that'll be Tuesday, January 28th, I think, for just about everybody. Yeah. Um, Certainly Canada, the States, and the US will all have it on the same day. Mars square Neptune is about confusion. It's about not being able to see the road ahead, not having a sense of clarity or certainty, and being forced either by personal choice and awareness or through circumstance to take a break or to slow down. You know, the road ahead is not clear or it might be temporarily blocked by fog or something else. So there is a lack of clarity that I see with Mars square Neptune. Neptune, particularly, you know, Mars is where we get our energy from. He's the fuel in the fire or like the coal in the tank in the engine. Uh, and Neptune can have this lethargic chromatose quality. And so when Mars has to deal with Neptune, it's like putting a big bucket of water on the hot fire of enthusiasm and motivation. So I know it's not necessarily like super positive to say that we have to slow down, but taking a break, we're going to be doing that with Venus Neptune. I think with Venus Neptune on the Monday, which is Tuesday in Australia, there's a lot in that around caring for our loved ones in a kind of no boundary, not limited kind of way. You know, Venus Neptune is like, it's that unconditional type of love, whether it's Mm. parent child or even in a family or a romantic situation, it's that idea of just going that extra mile or offering that support because you can, or because it's the right thing to do. Mars square Neptune is some frustration about um, difference in pacing and difference in intention. So usually what I suggest with Mars Neptune in this sort of harder or more tense aspects, it will be about a 36-hour window, I think, starting kind of maybe Monday night to Wednesday morning where going forward and going quickly is not going to be ideal. So taking that break to reassess, like you mentioned, Leish, hanging out at the beach, meditating, doing reflective practices. Uh, I wouldn't make any big decisions. I've noticed moon Neptune days, which is also Tuesday the 28th. I always tell my subscribers about moon Neptune days as being days to chill out, just flake out, read a book, escape with a movie, you know, watch Netflix. Uh, It's non-productive time. And one of the best things that I think Neptune in Pisces reminds us when he's active is that we are a human being, not a human doing. And Mm. so it's that idea of bringing you back into that place of beingness and Leash, I think this is when you were talking, or it might have been when Cass was talking, the two words of spaciousness and unhurried came up for me. So mm. it's like the anti-hustle aspect, if you like. 
Uh, so very mellow start to this week. The second half of the week, all the planets have cleared the Neptune fog zone and you can get back on track, but I think we'll all need a couple of days. Yeah, whether it's a late start on Monday or Tuesday or an early night or a movie night in the middle of the week, which you don't normally do, there's a few different ways to really tune in and slow down. Yeah, totally. And I feel like um, another analogy I have for this is, you know, when you because Neptune can numb. And you know when you yes. sat on your leg in the wrong position for a while and you get pins and needles and then you go to walk and there's it's like this weird sensation of this dead leg that, that can't do what you need and you just have to have the patience to wait and there's this weird prickly feeling and it's uncomfortable but you just have to sit and wait for sensation to come back in before you try to walk because if not you'll fall over or end up kind of weird, going in a weird road over in another direction. So there is really that sensation of, I don't know, of that ability to really sit with things and stay in the moment and not push and, and like say no to things that are pushing back, especially for many, you know, if this is your first week back at work or your full, full, full week back at work, to take the time to deal with the inbox, to deal with things in a in a clear way and to actually it's like when you're driving on a foggy road they this recommendation is always to go slowly put your parkers on your warning lights on and to st stay within the white lines so find some kind of structure on this day if you do have to work that will keep you on track whether that's a to-do list um or, you know, something specific that you can focus on. It might not be so easy, but just something to provide those white lines that can keep you within. And it might also be having a bit of an early mark if possible um, to, to go off and head to the beach or, or do whatever you need to do to, to bring in this watery feeling. But yeah, I totally agree with you on that confusion, Cal. It's, it's going to be a big, big day. What about you, Cass? Yeah, the whole Mars-Neptune uh, thing to me speaks you know, Mars just sort of wants to go. And when Neptune is there, it's like, but where? And it can be this analogy of circling on a roundabout, but not knowing which exit to take. So it might feel a little bit like you're spinning your wheels or um, if you feel like you're wasting energy in trying to decide or trying to push or trying to as you said, uh, hustle, Kel, yeah. this aspect is more about, okay, rather than the hustle, let's align and, you know, get my my actions, Mars, in line with my desires or my passions or uh, what inspires me. And it can be that, you know, stepping off the grid to help you get back on it in a more of a productive or efficient way. Um so that's what I sort of think around this Neptune type of energy. And you know, if you do feel a little bit tired, more tired, more depleted, or you know, thinking, oh, geez, where did my mojo go? Well, you'll know where it went. So it's just that idea of, yeah, you know, don't, I can't, rem I can never remember which fish it is, whether it's the tuna that swims with the tide or it's the, the salmon. The salmon, salmon that goes upstream. Up, yeah, whatever <laughs> yes. what it is. It, yeah, you, so you get where I'm going with that. It's yeah. Neptune, I'm already a bit confused. But, yeah, it's sort of like, well, you know, if you feel like, yeah, and that's what they say in Australia, right? 
you know, with a rip, if you get caught in a rip, I think in America they call them rip tides, but we just shorten everything here. Um, if you're caught in a rip, don't swim against it. Don't waste your energy. Just let that current take you. Conserve your energy and, um, yeah, hope for the best. Wait till it yeah. sticks you out at the other end. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Because so, we were talking about our Neptune squares earlier mm. in the in the pre-show chat and, um yeah, that, that kind of brings a bit of insight to this as well. Did you want to talk a bit about yours at all, Cass? Oh, mine. Oh, I don't like where my Neptune is natally. <laughs> <laughs> so it was funny. I was um, for quite a while, so, for, you know, just to um, keep you in the loop, mine is exactly conjoined my descendant. And so when I was approaching the the square, I was sort of, you know, walls went right up. I'm not having any part of this show. Um, but what it really did, um, you know, one way it actually did work quite positively was um, uh, I guess uh, opening up because, uh, you know, of course, Natalie in this, on the 7th, uh, transiting the 10th, it really did help me connect um uh, more cyclically, like, you know, not cyclically, psychically, like help me feel, um, I guess, more in tune to things that got pushed down or um, sort of, you know, as a kid, I wasn't allowed to explore that side of myself. So uh, I think it kind of really opened up that part of things for me and helped me to perhaps uh, connect um intuitively a lot more as well which is very much what Neptune is all about so really helped me to do that from a professional standpoint um, from a client standpoint and even just my one-on-one relationships so um, yeah it was an interesting transit it didn't kind of involve all the drama or the um, uh, the losers that sometimes you might sort of expect so um, but yeah I did uh, you know there were a few wounded souls that kind of came into my sphere but uh, you know that's the norm for me and how about you uh, Leash how was your Neptune square when you had a, a big dose of it uh, via transit because this happens to all of us in the mid 40 or sorry yeah. early 40s I should say so um, if you've not yet got there um, it is usually sort of around the, the 40 to 42 age bracket you will have a, depending, but generally a good 18 months of that. Yeah, we talk about it as one of the midlife transits. Exactly, um, yeah. And it, it can be the first one we come across depending on what the Pluto cycles Pluto, are happening. Yeah, yeah but... Um, I do remember for me actually calling you because I could see it coming up and this was when we were making the big decision to follow our dream and move up here to the Sunshine Coast and I was thinking, you know, have I just got the the rose-coloured glasses on? Is this going to be the wrong decision? Will we get up there and not be able to find work? Right, da da um, And no doubt I would have been... You know, cheering you on, do the thing, you know, don't worry about it. You totally did. And because this plugs into some other important charts in uh, planets in my chart too, what this, including Jupiter, um, my planet of joy, what this actually turned out to be was my little boy who is Uh. a surprise pregnancy, came out of nowhere. We'd been trying for, like we had not been trying, but not not trying, if you know what I mean, and for years and suddenly bang, you know, we got up here, we were relaxed, stress-free, and along came this little man. And he's a literal manifestation of that for me because he's a Pisces rising with Neptune conjunct the ascendant. So, you know, I've got this little man who's a permanent reminder of my Neptune square Neptune. Um, 
And, you know, there was a bit of a dream, a bit of a fantasy. I remember when we fell pregnant, we're like, look, it's not the ideal situation, um, but let's do it anyway because this is an opportunity, this is a chance. And and now looking back, we kind of go, was this the right decision to make? You know, there's there's five years between my kids. So it was quite a bringing, me back, bringing us back to a whole different, you know, back to babyhood, which we hadn't been in for years. But, you know, he, I wouldn't change it for the world. He's he's just beautiful and such a dreamy little soul. So, um, yeah, but it's kind of those things that even if you think you try to plan ahead, I thought it was going to be about moving up here. It wasn't. It wasn't a way because we wouldn't have felt pregnant, I don't think, if we hadn't have moved up here. But, um, yeah. What about you, Kel? You've had some have I you haven't, had any Neptune? I haven't had the Neptune Square Neptune yet. No. Um, I've got that to look forward to yeah. later this year and next year. Um, so I've definitely had my fair share of Neptune transits though. And, mm. uh, oh, my God, Neptune, over the course of my lifetime, Neptune has been over, oh, my God. So you think about the five personal or quick-moving planets, it's been over four of mine already wow. by conjunction and it's going to do the next one the last of the five, I think, is 2021. Um, so I've definitely had, I mean, it is, the thing with Neptune is I find clients struggle with Neptune transits more than any other transit. Like I know Pluto can be intense and somewhat confronting and Uranus transits can be a little bit shocking or unexpected, but there are things to do within the context of those transits. And when you're in Neptune transits, I remember when Neptune went over my ascendant years ago, it was around the time I got married. So there's a lot that I was sort of just dealing with around the change in identity of being an individual mm. versus being sort of more permanently part of this relationship. And separate to that, though, I remember being less productive and more tired and more lethargic just in general, like for about a year, about 18 mm. months. It wasn't that I stopped working or anything like that, but in hindsight, because Neptune transits are sometimes hard to get perspective on when you're in them. Yeah. Uh, and afterwards you're like, oh, I was a bit foggy through that time or it was just everything took that much more effort or processing. So, you know, I know we're talking about Neptune, I guess, now in a slightly different context to what it's doing this week, but this really is like the Neptune in Pisces week. And if you want to learn about Neptune in Pisces, Monday, Tuesday, it's going to teach yeah. you many things about that. Yeah, uh, yeah so... It, it's, and again, I always find Neptune is one of those planetary cycles that's a little harder to articulate. And that's, again, the nature of yeah. Neptune. It is intangible and trying to pin down the nature of Neptune with things like words isn't always ideal because Neptune is so sensory and so visceral and so um, intuitive or emotive, like you can feel it or you can sense it. Um, but that's not the realm that modern life kind of functions in and some of us, you know, I mean, we, we spend more time maybe in Neptune's land than people who have regular office jobs, for instance. But yeah. when you're in a Neptune transit or when there's a couple of days like the start of this week, which is all about Neptune, you get to connect with that internal part of yourself and, and you'll be more or less comfortable with that based on your internal personality. I love Neptune days like this because I'm like, nobody's going to need anything in a hurry and I can read <laughs> yeah. my book or take my time yeah. or soak in the bath. Escape. And you yeah. can, you because I think um, with Neptune, it's about getting off the clock. It's about not doing Saturn. It's about mm. not being on time. It's about not making a deadline. It's about feeling and flow rather than structure and specificity. Yeah. And I love what you were saying, Kel, about, you know, modern life 
I think that's why we do struggle with Neptune yeah. is because yeah. it is that whole you've got to get things done, you've got to tick the boxes and it is hard, you know, having Neptune transits at the beginning of a week, it's like, oh, I just, just take an extra few days on a long weekend and, you know, but it's also the spiritual I find for me. I mean, when I, part of what that Neptune square was for me as well, it took me totally out of one career and into astrology. And finally that whole dream, you know, this pregnancy cut off what I was doing and allowed me to step into this. And even when my progressed son was conjunct Neptune, I suddenly had a spiritual awakening awakening of of a kind. Um, It's just this sense of really tapping into that side of the world, which is really opening up my spiritual practices, moving more into that. I'd been working on it for a while, but this was a big a really big year for me in in terms of that. So, and you can't just do that if you're in the nine to five humdrum, you know, on the hamster's wheel. So it is really that key piece of of rest and space and and the timelessness if we can allow it with these Neptune transits. Totally. And I know um, for many of our friends and listeners in Canada and the US, where it's sort of the middle of the dead of winter this week, um, you know, late January, early February, it's like the Groundhog Day where we're literally in the middle of the, the three-month winter period. Many people, certainly in Ontario, where I live for a long time, this is like escape to the beach time where people are looking for those deals to get some time in the sun down in the Caribbean or the Bahamas. And so if, if you are, I know in Australia, we've talked about, you know, the back to school piece as part of this, but I think for people who might be like midwinter, just pausing to honor the fact that you've made it halfway through the winter and that from here on in, you know, that March equinox is now going to get just a little closer every day and every week, which is great. Um, the other thing that I always find you can see, um, sometimes it's the new moon in Aquarius, but the start of this week will play into that, uh, is the days get a little bit longer in the Northern Mm. Hemisphere. It's it's obvious that the day length is increasing and that may, you know, there may be a chance to try and find a little bit of hope, even if it doesn't necessarily make you super productive with this. Yeah, Yeah, the whole Neptune stuff, it reminds me of something that someone I once knew told me. And I remember at the time I was like, what are you talking about? But he said to me, sometimes the most productive thing you can do is absolutely nothing. Yeah. yeah. And to me, that just seemed like another language, but uh, I was young and now I get it. <laughs> now you get it. That's so true, Cass, because I find that where the, you know, the busier I am, the more of that unstructured, empty time I benefit from because it's great mm. for inspiration and there's a quote that is sort of attributed to Buddha, and I, I don't know whether Buddha, Buddha really said it or not, but it's something like, or maybe the Dalai Lama, but some sort of spiritual figure, you know, everybody should meditate for 20 minutes a day unless you're really busy and then you should take an hour yes. every yeah. day. Mm, yeah. So, you know, I think as an antidote to our very fast-paced modern lives, taking a couple of days to not be productive and not be fast-paced is just a, a tiny drop in the ocean of a, a rebalancing. Yeah. Yeah, totally. So I'm just thinking from an experiential perspective, like as much as it's ideal to take a break, but not ever, some people are going to be getting the kids to school or just doing the regular back to work routine. There may be a little bit of confusion or cross wires or misunderstandings Monday, Tuesday, where, you know, things are just not quite what they're seeing or that lack of clarity can just interfere with the normal functioning of things. Yes. So double checking if there is stuff you have to do or you're expecting something by a certain time. Uh, would be really good. 
Yeah. But I think I've been very Neptune in that I just keep babbling on about this. So <laughs> I think we all did. This has been a bit of a babbling episode. So, <laughs> And I mean, even working with clients who have major Neptune influences going on for them, sometimes I can't even get the words out for them. Yeah. And that's yeah. the yeah. impact. That's the impact of it. It's like, how do I describe this thing to you that is kind of beyond description? But they like not and they're like, I get that, you know, yeah. there is this fear, they, it's a knowing, it's not a, you know, she said, Kelly, a doing, it's a, a feeling, yeah. it's an experience, a it's a, yeah, I don't know, again, it's just so hard to, to, to kind of describe it and, and really, it, there's not a word that encapsulates the essence of what Neptune is, because it is just so ethereal in that way, Um and words so often come short when they're trying to describe emotions or feelings or sensations. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, you know how you can put on a song and it will take you back and yes. it sets a mood and, mm, you know, or like. Or a smell. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Like, you know, if there's a certain mood, like I'm looking for, it'll be like Frank Sinatra or Harry Potter Jr. If there's another mood, it'll be Slipknot. So, you know, yeah. it's kind of like that. And that's what Neptune does. It sets a mood. It sets a, a a tone or a pace and I can't really tell you what those what those moods are but when you're in it you get it and you know it so yeah. yeah you know and that's another survival tip for when it feels so vague and misty out there like just put on a song that takes you to a place where you need to be uh in that time and in that place yeah and space absolutely so, yeah. love it so that's the Neptune mood for the week yeah, so what are you girls up to this week? Kel, sounds like you're having a bit of a break. Well, I'm having a break <laughs> on those first two days, but then I'm actually going to Canada in the middle of the week to take my citizenship test. So Ooh. hopefully I haven't jinxed myself by telling everyone about it, but uh, yeah, I've been applying for that. Well, I applied for that about 12 months ago and uh, this test you can only take in Ottawa. There is no other option. Uh, so because I'll be teaching this Saturday, February 1st in New York. So I'm just going to pop into Canada for a few days before. Um, so yeah, Monday, Tuesday are like down days. And then the rest of the week is kind of business as usual for me teaching. It'll be the last stop uh, on my teaching tour. So I get a couple of days off and then one more event. And I'm really excited to be back in New York. I taught there for the first time for the NCGR community in May of 20. Oh my God, 2019 or 2018? Now I'm getting really confused to what was last year, right? With the 2019. Yeah, last year or the I year I think before, it was 2019, yeah. yeah. I think it was 2019. And it's such a beautiful community there in New York. So, uh, yeah, I'm excited to be back. What cool. do you have going this week, Cass? Well, I am intentionally scheduling-wise taking a bit of a slower pace because I'll yes. be edging into the new normal. So, um, yeah kind of trying to balance uh, structure with fluidity and all the things. So it's going to be a little bit of a, yeah, um, stay tuned. <laughs> I don't know what's going to be happening this week. <laughs> Just uh, making space for whatever my little man needs this week, I think. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and for yeah. all the feels. And what you need too. What yes. you need too. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, 
Yeah, I am going to be. So this week I'm just doing consults, but next week I'm going to be kicking off a new astrology course um, for those that took the foundations of astrology with me. This will be the next step with that or anyone else that wants to join along. So yeah, keep an eye out on my website for exactly when and how that will be happening. Excellent. It's all happening and all not happening all at the same time. <laughs> yes. So. It's all happening after a couple of break days. Yes, yeah. exactly. So enjoy those lovely restful days, everyone, and we'll see you next week. See you later. Take care. Bye.